This is our devotional commentary for Deuteronomy chapter 30. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. And when all these things come upon you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you call them to mind among all the nations where the Lord your God has driven you, and return to the Lord your God, you and your children, and obey his voice in all that I command you today, with all your heart and with all your soul. Then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes and have mercy on you, and he will gather you again from all the peoples where the Lord your God has scattered you. If your outcasts are in the uttermost parts of heaven, from there the Lord your God will gather you and... From there he will take you, and the Lord your God will bring you into the land that your fathers possessed, that you may possess it. And he will make you more prosperous and numerous than your fathers. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring, so that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, that you may live. And the Lord your God will put all these curses on your foes and enemies who persecuted you. And you shall again obey the voice of the Lord and keep all his commandments that I command you today. The Lord your God will make you abundantly prosperous in all the work of your hand, in the fruit of your womb and in the fruit of your cattle and in the fruit of your ground. For the Lord will again take delight in prospering you as he took delight in your father's when you obey the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes that are written in this book of the law, when you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. For this commandment that I command you today is not too hard for you, neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that you should say, who will ascend to heaven for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it? Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, Who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it? But the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart, so that you can do it. See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I command you today, by loving the Lord your God, by walking in his ways, and by keeping his commandments and his statutes and his rules, then you shall live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. But if your heart turns away, and you will not hear, but are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not live long in the land that you are going over the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live, loving the Lord your God obeying his voice and holding fast to him, for he is your life and length of days, that you may dwell in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them 
At Christmas, we celebrate the gift of God's Son. And in Deuteronomy 30, we rejoice in the changed lives and changed destinies of all who receive him. In the previous chapter, Moses raised the possibility of losing the land through persistent idolatry, but Deuteronomy 30 offers the possibility of a new beginning through repentance and forgiveness. Here, the curse of exile gives way to the blessing of restoration, and it's all due to a new heart. Remember, Moses said that the problem was that the Lord had not given them a heart to understand or know him. That was chapter 29. So what will be the solution? Well, God will circumcise their heart, as he puts it here in verse 6. He will circumcise their heart so that they will love him with all their heart and soul and live. For the first time in the book, the Lord himself promises to carry out the inward renewal needed for his people to love him and keep his commands. On that day, God will restore their fortunes and have mercy on them, it says, bringing them home to a better life than before. Obedience will become normal. Prosperity will abound. And God will delight once more in blessing his people. When the Lord graciously intervenes in this way, he will enable them to obey his word. The commandments will be internalized. And as we learn in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit will provide both the motivation and the power to please God. Only then will it be seen that God's command is not too hard, as Moses puts it. Obedience is impossible apart from the gospel, but inevitable with it. Moses' sermon reaches a climax. Then in verses 15 through 20, as he calls on his contemporaries to commit themselves to trust in God's grace and thus keep his commands. He urges them to choose life and not death, blessing and not curse, through loving, obeying, and holding fast to the Lord. Since he himself is life, to choose any other option is to choose self-destruction. In fact, Moses has completely recalibrated the message of this book. Yes, the obedience which God rightly requires is truly beyond the reach of Israel. However, God will do what is necessary to enable us to live for him. He has promised to change our hearts and our destiny through a new covenant. Good Christian men rejoice with heart and soul and voice. Now ye hear of endless bliss, joy, joy, Jesus Christ was born for this. He hath opened heaven's door, and man is blessed forevermore. Christ was born for this. Christ was born for this. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com, and I'll meet you again next time as we abide living daily in the Word.